2022 will be an incredible year. With all the goals that we have set for this year, it will take at least five more managers to accomplish everything. So if you are focused and driven and you are the type of person that likes to make a positive difference in people's lives, please give us a call at 724-638-7588 or check us out at youngentrepreneur.biz. And again, the number was 724-638-7588. The website is youngentrepreneur.biz. The Bible is the single most important book that has ever been written. The creator of the universe gave us a playbook on how to live in his universe and the laws that govern it. On this podcast, we will explore what the Bible says on money, success, business, leadership, influence, relationships, and any other area that we discover may help us in business. So join us to discover the amazing wisdom of the Bible and how we can use it to grow our business and to improve our life. Good afternoon, this is Jacob here with another podcast episode. And today I'm going to talk about something that I think is really important and almost all companies out there that are massively successful are practicing this to some degree. I think a lot of people underestimate the importance of it. What that is, is philanthropy. Basically, it is giving away to the poor or giving to needs, giving to causes that you believe in. And, you know, people can talk a lot about karma, if you're mean, well, basically people will be mean to you. And there's a lot of different ways of looking at that. But at any rate, I believe that is a law of sowing and reaping. When we put value out there, even that does not directly benefit us, it will definitely turn around and come back. And I think when God designed the universe, we were created to put value into the universe. We were created to improve life. We we're created to help people. I mean, I just think that is the purpose of human beings. So There's a lot of things the Bible has to say about it, so I'm going to actually go through a little bit more than normal. Let's start off with Proverbs 3, verse 9 and 10. It says, Honor the Lord with thy substance, and with the first fruits of all thine increase. So shall thy barns be filled with plenty, and thy presses shall burst out with new wine. And it says, It shall be so. Like, it's not a maybe. It's an honor to God to do so. I just kind of want to share a real short story, a little bit about myself. I'm sure it's not the same for everybody, but all I know is that when we got married, we were financially in a very difficult position. I read the verse one day about giving to the Lord regularly, and we had a percentage amount. We said, okay, we're going to give this amount. We felt like that was the right thing to do. And so we started laying aside a certain percentage so that we could give it away. And um, for some reason, we were just so much more blessed. Like We didn't necessarily make more money, but somehow it just seemed the same money that we had went further. And overall, it's just better. I mean, somehow it did not take as much money to live. It went about a year, and then we kind of got into another tight spot financially. You know, in my all wisdom, I'm totally being sarcastic. wasn't smart at all. But anyway, <laughs> I told my wife, I said, well, hey, the Lord doesn't want us to live in bondage. Guess what? We're not going to lay aside any this time. So we kind of got out of the habit. And for some reason, we were making more money. But guess what? Somehow it just didn't work out. And I told my wife one day, I was like, you know, I think that maybe the problem is, is that we weren't doing what we were originally doing. You know, when we are making sure that we have money, that we can give to people, that we can provide for needs that we see. 
And so we started doing that again. And immediately it just started, our financial picture just changed completely. And it wasn't even necessarily the amount of money. It was just the fact that the same money went further. And I just think it's kind of a law of the universe that we will give be given in return. And that is my personal story. And I've heard so many other people talk about this very same thing. In the Old Testament, the children were supposed to give 10%. In the New Testament, it doesn't say an amount. It just says, lay aside every week as the Lord has prospered you. For myself, I think that you just kind of say, you know what, we're going to do X amount or we're going to do percentage or whatever. You have to decide what's right for you. But being in lookout to give back to the community, to give back to the people you do business with or your communities or your families or needs, even in other countries, doesn't really matter. The point is, I think it's a law that's written in the universe that when we give, there's a law of cause and effect. When you put stuff in, you will just be so much more blessed. It says, uh, so I'm just going to kind of go through a few different thoughts on philanthropy. So I already read one verse, honor the Lord with thy substance and with the first fruits of all thine increase. So shall thy barns be filled with plenty and thy presses shall burst out with new wine. Number one, I believe that good philanthropy makes strong use of multiplication. The Bible says the first commandment God gave was be fruitful, multiply and replenish the earth. Now, um, he first said be fruitful. And then he said, multiply. And I think that when we give, we should figure out how to have that multiply. Not just be, let's just give to a dead end purpose, and that's it. I mean, not that there's nothing wrong with sometimes giving money, and it does not increase. It doesn't continue. Like, I mean, if you give somebody food, they don't starve. You cannot consider that a waste at all. But my point is, is that I think that we were created to figure out how to teach them to fish rather than just give them a fish. You might have to give them a fish first day and then teach them how to fish. But I think that we need to figure out how to multiply. And Jesus talked about it in the parable of the sower, where he gave one man one, one man five, one man ten. And the one that went got ten was given the one that didn't use it. They all had one in the beginning, but one multiplied it more than the others. And he was given more because he multiplied it more. And I think that Figuring out how to use what we give in ways that will multiply, maybe give to entrepreneurial causes, maybe building a well in a village, because not only, like, and I got friends that do that, they have water, not only today, but they have water for years and years to come. And the multiplication benefits that happen when there's a well in the village, uh, and I'm talking about there's poor African villages where people were taking water, were building wells for What happened is that when they went over there and they dug wells, now those same boys and girls that were used to going, walking five miles or 10 miles to get water and then coming back, they have now the opportunity to go to school. I think that we should always be looking for an opportunity to give in such a way that it multiplies benefits. Number three, I want to talk about the fast that God honors. I couldn't find the scripture verse, and if you guys know of it, please let me know. You can find me on Facebook. Go to jacobdlee.com, or you can find me at Jacob D. Lee on Facebook. The fast that God honors is where we give to the widows, the orphans, and the people that are afflicted. Back in the day, the idea was to sacrifice something, but I think a true sacrifice is when we give it to people who will never return it to us, and we give it to people who really need it. I think that's a true fast. He that hath a bountiful eye shall be blessed, for he giveth of his bread to the poor. That is Proverbs 22.9. A faithful man shall abound with blessings, but he that maketh haste to be rich shall not be innocent. When we see a need, and we're faithful to that, 
we will be much better off than we're always not. We don't give because we're just too tight or we're too stingy or too greedy or whatever. But this I say, he which soweth sparingly shall reap also sparingly, shall reap also bountifully. Every man according as he has purpose in his heart, so let him give not grudgingly or of necessity, for God loveth a cheerful giver. I think it has to be from the heart. We should not be so much that we're so stressed out, but neither should we be so little that it was basically nothing. But let each one decide in his own heart how much to give. Um, that's Second Corinthians 9, verse 6 and 7. Bring ye all the tithe into the storehouse, that there may be meat in mine house. And prove me now herewith, saith the Lord of hosts, if I will not open the windows of heaven and pour out a blessing, that there shall not be room enough to receive it. Bring ye the tithe into the storehouse, that there may be meat in mine house. And prove me now herewith, saith the Lord of hosts, if I will not open the windows of heaven and pour out a blessing, that there shall not be room enough to receive it. Malachi 3.10. I just love that. Charge them that are rich in this world that they be not high-minded, nor trust in uncertain riches, but in the living God who giveth richly all things to enjoy, that they do good, that they be rich in good works, ready to distribute, willing to communicate. The point of being rich is so that we can do a lot of good in the world. That is my personal opinion. That was in 1 Timothy 6, verse 17 and 18. And then last but not least, give and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down and shaken together, running over shall men give into your bosom. For with the same measure that ye meet, with all it shall be measured to you again. And that is in Luke 6.38. I think it's just another form of the law of sowing and reaping. When we give, when we always have the mindset of giving, always have the mindset of adding value to people, I don't even think it's always money. Sometimes it's time. Sometimes it is advice. Sometimes it's just having a heart of always trying to add value to somebody in some way. Every conversation that we have, every Facebook post or social media or whatever we're using. And I think that when we have a heart of giving, we're basically sowing seeds that are also going to be returned to us. And the Bible talks a lot about giving. I think that God, when he looks on people who give, that he richly, richly, richly rewards a life of serving other people and giving to other people. So... As a business, I think that the most successful businesses out there, they are active in the community. And I think there's such a blessing in a business by doing that. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. If you have comments on this, I would absolutely love to have a few comments on it. If you can post it on my Facebook profile, just you can find me at jacobdlee.com. You can friend me on Facebook. I'd love to be friends with you. Or go on my website and shoot me a few comments. So I hope you guys have an amazing, amazing day. Thanks for listening. We'll talk with you another time. If you have enjoyed this podcast, please rate and review us. If you have suggestions or comments or would like to have more information, visit jacobdlee.com. Thank you for listening. You're listening on the Verbal Crowd Network. Find more great shows at verbalcrowd.com.